Good morning, everybody. Welcome to the Coffee Run Live, episode 589. For those of you who are trundling, excuse me, trundling along and keeping count, very excited to talk with you this morning. Hey, Louise, how are you? Hope you are fantastic. All right, as you as you guys are coming on, let me know that you can hear me. That'd be really fantastic. And that you can see me is, I've got to tell you, before I get into all of the things that I want to talk to you about today, which is really about theming and personal branding and, and all that kind of fun stuff, I'm really annoyed, Facebook, if you're listening, that one of the uh, one of the filters that I tend to use is gone. I can't, every time I try to do it, it makes the screen go blank. And that just makes me a little bit sad because I don't like the lighting in here. <laughs> Makes makes me feel very red. So that just that is my um, that is my natural skin tone. It's really annoying. So anyway, there we go. It is what it is. Let's just suck it up, Nicola, and do the things that need to happen. I guess. So one of the things that I get uh, get asked a lot is about theming and about personal branding. So I thought that I would chat with you about that today. Because as you know, if you've gone over to my website, you'll see that I really love to create a bit of an experience. And, you know, when you land on the site, I use a lot of music stories, a lot of music analogies. I'll talk a lot about being on stage, doing stuff in stadiums. And, you know, I don't do any of, I don't, I don't have, I don't present in front of stadiums. But what I like is, I guess, like for me, the theming stuff for me, and like this includes the Coffee Run Live and, and why I named that and why I named the, an email series I've been doing for like nearly a thousand emails is called Right Between the Eyes. Now, part of that stuff, I guess, part of the reason why I build upon this is because I find it makes it easier for me to... I, I guess like step into the person that I really want to be and, and step into the person and the vibe of the things that have, of what I really want to be doing. Doesn't mean that you have to, but I think it's a really important thing to think about the things that really, I guess, you know, are, are going to help you to stand out. So what we've got going on out here at the minute in terms of the world of social media is that everybody is clambering for clambering, clamoring, angling. I don't know what word I was trying to say there, but everybody is angling for the spotlight. Everybody is like, listen to me, listen to me, look at me. Even for those of you who are really nervous and really scared and, you know, you're a little bit like a baby, a bit tentative, you still want the attention in like on your, on you and on your business, because you know that this means that you're able to help more people right? It's, it's not about ego. It's not about external validation, although, you know, some of that is nice, but a big part of the reason that you are showing up in the way that you're showing up or that you're wanting to show up in the way that you want to show up is so that you can help people. And the only way that you can help people is if they know you exist. The only way that you can help people is if they can stumble across you, if they can hear you, if they can see you, then you know that you're going to be able to uh, divulge all of your secrets and you know, really help them to achieve a breakthrough. So the only way that you can make that stuff happen is by being visible. It's by cutting through the noise. It's by standing out. Now, one of the things to me that I've been doing this sort of, this kind of work since 2010, actually, and it's about really making sure that you're standing out for the right reasons. It's that you're able to create that, that gasp. So I was listening to, um, 
Glennon Doyle's book, uh, I can't think, Untamed, actually, Untamed. I was listening to it and she was talking about when she first saw her not then wife walk in the room and it had her, she was just captivated, right, by this woman who walked in the room. And like to me, that was the kind of thing that I used to talk about is about creating that, that, that gasp, you know, who is that? I need to go talk to them. I need to find out what they're all about. And, and in 2010, 2011, it was a lot of it was around how you do that in the room, using your personal style to communicate your brand, create that gasp and, and really like stand out from the crowd. So if you imagine, right, a, a room with 200 people in it, and you know that what you do is helpful, it's amazing, it's transformational. You know that you can really help the people that you really want to help. You know that you, if you just are able to have conversations with people that, that you can help them achieve a breakthrough if they're experiencing a problem in an area that you're able to help them with, you, you've just got to be able to, like people need to know who you are. Strategically, what would be smart is that you would wear something that you feel really amazing in that's maybe a little bit different perhaps to what everybody else is wearing in there and you walk through the door but you kind of like need to get that that air of, of confidence and certainty and conviction and you know like yeah I've got this type energy before you walk in the door. Now, I'm sure that you can imagine yourself in this room of 200 people and you see somebody happen to walk through the door that just has, that kind of has this air about them, right? It's an energetic thing. It's not just about what they're wearing. It's an energy thing. And if you can tap into that, then, you know, you're freaking unstoppable. So online, it's the same type of thing, except that we're competing with like billions of eyeballs. And, and you know, what we need to do is we need to find a way for you to find that energy within for you to be able to go, you know what, doesn't matter where you're at, where you're seen. It doesn't matter what platform you're on, but you have this kind of air about you that's like, you know what, I've got this, I'm approachable and I can help you. This is what theming can do for you. It helps you to be able to cut through the noise. It helps you to be able to stand out and it helps you to be able to, I guess, kind of like wear a different, not like a different, but almost like a, a, a sequin jacket, right? It, it's Whereas everybody else is wearing black leather jackets, you can wear your sequin jacket and you're automatically going to stand out. So this is what a personal brand and a theme around that personal brand can do for you. So as you know, I'm sure, as you know, from looking at any of my staff, from, from hanging around me, you know, for five minutes or five hours or five days, five months, five years, you know, the, the whole entire time I've been in business, I use a lot of music analogies. I'll, I like, I, I, in my, in my other life, right. I'm sure on an alternate timeline, <laughs> Hey, Rebecca, in an alternate timeline, I am certain that I am on stages and singing because in this alternate timeline, I actually have a, a very good singing voice. Uh, I am probably performing in one way, shape or form or another. And, you know, that's kind of like my, my ultimate uh, in, this, in this life, in this uh, timeline, that's kind of like my ultimate life would be to just, you know, help entertain people, create a really awesome experience for them and, and have a whole ton of fun doing it, right? With the costume changes and yes, with the sequins. So 
for me, it's a, it was a natural kind of progression for me to kind of go, all right, well, how can I step into this sort of like rock star, this kind of like badass energy? And then like what that does is that it then helps with the stories that I'm telling and, and the way that I articulate my process and my flow of doing what it is that I do. So what I help you guys with is, you know, feeling like you've got the best voice on the face of the planet, but all you do is sing in the shower. You know, if you imagine that you have got a voice like Adele, and maybe you do, like Adele, for example, or, you know, Robbie Williams or Gwen Stefani or someone like that. But all you do is you only sing in the shower. Nobody knows that you exist if you're singing in the shower, right? But you get a little bit brave and then you start going out and you start busking. And you're busking and you've got your hat there and people are throwing money in, but it's not consistent. Or you might be doing cover shows. You might be playing at a whole bunch of pubs and you don't actually get to maybe sing very often your own stuff. You know, it's it's kind of like being a generalist right? And really in your heart of hearts, the soul of souls, the thing that you know that you really want to do is sing your own music, tell your own stories and do it in your way and not only be out there busking at the whim of, you know, somebody passing by wanting to throw you money. So what you want to do is step into this kind of like, you know, doing your own stuff, having your own, having your own album, singing your own songs, creating your own audience, being really specific about who you're creating this music for so that then you can get out there and create massive impact, right? But in order to do that, you've got to let go of the busking and the cover music and you've got to be really incredibly brave to step into that kind of like, right, I'm here, I've got this, you know, how do we make this happen? And really performing your own stuff to your amazing audience who love you and then going out on your world tour. So for example, that would be the way that I can tie in my four-step process, we've talked about that earlier this week, with my theming, with the stories that I tell, the analogies that I tell, and the metaphors that I tell. Going back to 2013, I created like I, I created a sales and marketing spy school, which was a signature four-day event. It was all about sales and marketing, obviously. But I was really like I loved adrenaline. I still do. Like I'm adrenaline junkie. I play roller derby for God's sake, and I love snowboarding, and I love fast cars, and I love roller coasters, and I love that you know feeling really alive because you're you're maybe about to die. Not not really, but I love that thrill. I love that kick of adrenaline. I also love, really love spy movies and I really love, um, you know, thrillers and stuff like that. So it was a natural sort of thing to start talking about sales and marketing spy school because it was really close to the things that I like. It was close to my hobbies and it it meant that I could start to tell stories. Like, you know, when you're, if, if you imagine yourself at the top of the mountain, you're strapped into this snowboard and you're looking down the bottom and you're like, oh my God, I am scared shitless what if I fall over? Like, what if I die? What if I make it down? I've got to make sure my body's doing all the right things. You know, oh my God, oh my God, oh my God. And then off you go. And it's the best fun ever. For some people, this is what putting yourself out there or or pressing go on a live stream can feel like. It can feel like you're at the top of this snow-capped mountain and you're like, oh my God, this feels like it's really scary. But you know what? I just have to do it because it's the only way down bang, you know, you go and then it's never as bad. Hayley, it's it's never as bad as, as what we imagine it to be. It's usually a hell of a lot more fun and a hell of a lot more exciting. And, you know, in the case of live streams, it's also really helpful. 
So for me, going from like this kind of like just being a, a, a another marketer to kind of being able to wear this identity of, of being an undercover agent, uh, going through costume changes, you'll see the links there, uh, being able to tell stories about adrenaline and snowboarding and roller derby and, and all those things that are really close meant that it was a hell of a lot easier for me to, to create content and to do this kind of thing. And therefore to stand out because not many people are going to go out and do a sales and marketing spy school. And you know, that's just, that's just that. So that's part of the thing that happens with theming is it gives you the confidence to find stories out of your own experience that, that really relate to other people. And then you can build your whole personal brand around it. And that's going to feel really authentic. It's going to feel very easy. It's going to feel very real. So an example, I guess, of, of how to do this for you. I, the first thing that you need to think about is, well, like, what do you really love? What do you love to do? Like I said, like, I love adrenaline. I, I used to imagine myself as a pop star when I was growing up or a television host. Um, you know, what are the things that you really love to do? And it's not just in work, right? I want you to look outside of your business, look outside of, of everything else that you think that you should be doing, and, and this will flow in. What are your hobbies? So the second thing is, what are your hobbies? Third thing, what did you dream of as a child? Right? What, do you, what is it that you do now? What is it that your audience really want? And ultimately, what is it? How, like, how do they want to feel? So those six things, what do you love? What are your hobbies? What did you dream of as a kid? What is it that you do now? What does your audience really want? And how do they want to feel? If you can brainstorm a whole ton of things around that and what can happen, what'll come up is that there'll be a bit of a theme. So it might be around, you know, I just really love adventure. I really love nature. I really love being calm. I really love meditating. I really love, you know, whatever else it is, uh, riding or running. I don't know. Does anyone really enjoy running? I don't know about that. I don't think they do. I think it's a torture that they endure just quietly. But anyway, so let's pretend that you love running, right? Or you might be you might be somebody who has learned how to run. Yeah. So maybe the very first thing that you do is like you're you're going from like zero to five Ks. And that might be the the first way of you being able to talk about people embarking on whatever journey it is that you are helping people with. The second thing that you might do is like, it's like the five to 10K run. And then maybe it's like how you train for a marathon. And then it's like, what's next? So you'll remember we were talking earlier this week about the four steps that you take your audience through, right? Making it really simple, kind of big picture. What this enables you to do is to be able to build and create metaphors to really easily articulate what you do. So Let's pretend that you are a health coach, right? Or a mindset. Let's say that you're a mindset coach, actually. That, that might be easier. So you're a mindset coach and you also really love running. And you might say, you know what, you guys, the, the, the way that I really help people is it's kind of like mindset is the first thing you don't, you don't want to go from zero to ultra marathon runner when you can't even run a kilometer. So the first thing that we have to do with your mindset is really work on those 
first key core things that you need to do. It's a little bit like learning going from the couch to 5Ks. And then what we can do is we can build it up and then we're gonna, we're gonna build your strength, we're gonna be able to build your endurance, we're gonna be able to build your, your resilience and we're gonna go from five to 10Ks. And then the next thing that tends to happen is people get really excited. They start to see, they open up their mindset and they start to see that the world is their freaking oyster and then they'll train for the half marathon. And the cool thing about this is that so many more opportunities then open up. You've got the New York half marathon. You've got the Boston marathon. Like you've got all of these other things. You've got the city to bay if you're in Adelaide. I'm sure there's a ton of others, but I just don't know what they are. And like all of a sudden you've got these, like, these marathons that you can run half marathon to full marathon to ultra marathon. And the beautiful thing with this, like if you really happen to work on your mindset is you see that you unfucking stoppable and that is the most exciting thing and that's how I help people right so you can see that for a mindset coach using that metaphor and those analogies to really clearly articulate whatever your four-step process is it makes it so much easier for people to go oh yeah that makes sense I kind of get that and I know that all of you are not runners right I'm not a runner but if I was to happen to come across somebody who was like uh, the, the mindset guru, not for running, right? Well, maybe not guru, that's a bad thing, but a mindset coach who works with women and or men and or people or humans or kids to really overcome the mindset challenges, to be able to grow and build sustainable long-term growth mindsets for example, and if I happen to come across them and they were talking about how awesome it is to see these people go from zero to five Ks and then five to 10 Ks and then 10 K to half marathon and then see them being able to, you know, just like work their mindset like this and so that they can become unfucking stoppable. I'd be like, I'm not a runner, but I totally understand this. I totally get this. I am in sign me up, shut up and take my money. How do we make this stuff work? So that's one example of that. And I guess like if we're thinking about this and if you're, if this was your example, if you're an adventure person or if you're a cool, calm and collected person, or, you know, if you're somebody who is so great at developing systems and processes to support success, then this, the more simple you can make your process when you're articulating it. And if you can then start to weave your theming in to the way that you explain it, you can capture and engage people at a completely different level, right? It also gives you a little bit of drama and a little bit of theater and a little bit of creative license to start to play with the way that you're marketing yourself. Now, the beautiful thing about this is that if you're doing this type of thing, then you can start to kind of, I guess, bring in your, you're bringing in your own stories really simply and really easily. You're bringing in the stuff that's really important to you, like which in this example was the running, as well as the mindset stuff. You're able to create metaphors that connect and engage, and you're able to create a really powerful experience for the people who are coming into you, right? So that's really the, 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 the big thing is like you want to create an experience for people because most people are out there at the moment going, oh, hey, I'm a, I'm a life coach. I can help you. Oh, hey, you know, I can help you with your mindset. And it's like, yeah, okay, cool. That's great. But 
what does that even mean? Or maybe you are a psychologist who is really specializing in anxiety and that's great and that's absolutely needed, but how can you articulate really what it is that you do in a way that helps people feel really safe, that helps people feel understood, helps people feel connected, but creates a really cool experience for them at the same time? Part of the, I guess, the, the, the reason that we want to look at doing this is that there are so many people coming into this online world every single day and they are all wanting your money and they are all wanting the money of your audience, right? So if you were to line up, and I mean, there's like, there's a ton of business coaches out there, there's a ton of marketing coaches out there, there's a ton of branding and positioning coaches out there, there's, you know, there's, there's like a thousand and one there's more than that. That's, that was a silly number. A million and one <laughs> people out there doing the stuff that I'm doing. And if I was caught up in all of them, and if I was worried about everybody else coming into the industry, which, you know, everybody's a business coach, just add water these days, I've got to be really creative with the way that I position and market myself, right? And you do as well, because there is a ton of dance studios, there are a ton of gym trainers, there are a ton of personal coaches, there are a ton of psychologists, there are a ton of authors, there are, there are a ton of consultants. There are so many people coming out every single day into your industry and they're all looking to get your audience to spend money with them. So you've got to find a way to cut through. You've got to find a way to be consistent. You've got to find a way to, to do things perhaps in, in a way that's different to everybody else, but still feels really aligned to you, your personality and who and how you are, right? So that is the, that's the reason why you really want to be theming your stuff, building a strong and, and sustainable personal brand around everything that it is that you're, that you are doing. Now, I know when I, when I talk about this, a lot of people are like, Ugh, but I don't, I don't know what I would do. I don't know what fits. We spend a whole bunch of time in Visible Live doing this exact thing, making sure that you've got your theming sorted, that you've got your four steps sorted, that you're able to clearly articulate it, that you're able to, like if you imagine that you're at a networking event, this is one of the things that we practice. If you imagine that you're a networking event, and somebody says, oh, can you please introduce yourself and what it is that you do? If you could use that running metaphor, can you imagine how people are going to remember you using that, assuming you're a running person? Hey, Rowan, how are you? Imagine that you're a running person and they say, oh, okay, cool. So like, can you introduce yourself? And you say, well, you know what I do? I, I'm a, I, I love what I do. I really love to make sure that we're rewiring people's mindsets for ultimate success. It's a little bit like when you learn to run. It's like you've got to get the foundations right, like if you were going from zero to five Ks. And then you go from five to 10 Ks. And then we get you in the mindset of being able to run a half marathon or a Boston marathon. And we start setting goals and you start achieving it. And then you start feeling unfucking stoppable. Oh my God, I'm so, I love what I do. You know, ultimately, the thing that I do is I, is I work on, on peak success mindset with, with people, for example, or peak performance mindset with people, for example. And the thing is this, you need to be remembered, right? You have to be remembered. And if you're going out there saying, I'm a mindset coach and I help women achieve ultimate success, 
Yeah, that's great, but they're probably not going to remember you. They will remember that that kind of feeling, that vibe, that drama, that that excitement, that that way that you tell your process and the way that you tell your story and who you do it for. They're just going to go, I need to come and talk to you. You sound amazing. And they might not be, a networking event is perhaps not a, a, a great example, but we can all imagine ourselves in a networking event where somebody says, hi, my name is Blah, and I'm a life coach for women who want to live a life filled with joy. You know, that it's, it's lovely and it's needed and it's necessary, but it's also, it also sounds a little bit boring in my view of the world. So what you want to do is you want to be able to be captivating, engaging, and you need to be remembered. The exact same thing has to happen online. So, and when people land on your websites, right? You've got to be remembered. It's got to be clear. And, you know, we, we've got to, we really have to create an up-leveled experience for people so that they can see that, that you're the person for them or not. And that's fine as well. All right. I am going to love you and leave you. If you need help with this, then get yourself booked into the Visible Live national tour happening in June. We are going from Melbourne to Perth to Sydney to the Gold Coast. It is a great excuse to travel to your closest city or to come up to the beach. Depends on what you're doing. So if you've got any questions about this or anything else, please make sure you let me know. Otherwise, you know what you need to do. Get yourself out there. Go help some people. Have all of the fun doing it. And make sure that you remember that the world is ready for your brand of awesome. I will see you tomorrow.